Amen. Because um, it will make a difference in us. Amen. We're, we're, we're shaped and formed uh, into the image of Christ through the power of the Word. Amen. We should hunger for the Word. Amen. If we're born again children of God, it, is, it should be our desire to become just like Jesus. Amen. And there's no other way we're going to get there except the power of the Word. Amen. Amen. And not just hearing it, but putting feet to it, right. obeying it, right. doing what it says. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to uh, start in Hebrews in chapter 4. Talking about the Word. Hebrews 4.12. Amen. A very familiar scripture. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. One time that just hit me, that God's word judges me. It's alive. Don't think you can hide from it. It sees you. <laughs> it sees me. And it judges me. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is a discerner, not just of my actions, but my thoughts and my intent. Amen. Of my heart. Hallelujah. I may look like I did the right thing on the outside, but the Word of God judges my inside. Amen. Amen. And it better be right. <laughs> Come on. It better be right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The Amplified Classic says it's living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. Amen. The Living Bible says whatever God says to us is full of living power. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to reminisce just a little bit and uh, talk about back in, uh, I don't know, maybe 2015, we had a prophetic conference somewhere in that time frame. Pam under, knows those dates better than I do sometimes. I, sometimes I forget what I did yesterday, but she, she knows what she wore, when she, where she's at. And, I mean, she remembers all that stuff, and I don't, I don't remember those things. But we had a, uh, there at a, a church where we were pastoring, we had a, prophetic conference and well it was meant to be a prophetic conference it, for the most part it became more of a pathetic conference but um it was some good that came out of it too but i'm just saying it was it didn't line up exactly the way i wanted it to but um i needed a a someone to fill in on a friday night and i was going to a um wednesday morning meeting uh here in paducah area with some other ministers and lay people and and, uh, and Pastor Cody had attended that meeting. And so I thought, I'm just going to ask him. Now, we had met some years ago, I mean, just kind of briefly, but weren't really too familiar with each other. But, but I, I liked him, and I thought, well, I've I got to have somebody, right? <laughs> Here he is, I'm going to go ask him. And he said yes. And so, you know, we went through Monday night and Tuesday night, Wednesday night and Thursday night, and... and um, and it was, it was okay, but, but when he got up on Friday and he ministered, I'm going to tell you exactly what I felt and what I said to him. After he got through, and not only ministering in the Word, but ministering to the people, 
I went up to him and said, I want what you've got. I want what you've got. I saw something I ain't never seen before. I, I, I saw something that, that, that was higher than where I've ever been. And I wanted that. And I still want it. <laughs> the thing is, he keeps on going higher and I hadn't caught up with him yet. But I mean, I'm, on, I'm on his trail, all right? I'm on his trail. But I think about this is for years. And I'm going to tell off of myself. Can I do that? All right? Y'all won't think less of me, will you? I, I, I didn't know for sure if healing was right. If someone come up to me and said, pray for me for healing, I would pray, but don't count on me doing anything good for you and, and far as faith goes, because I didn't know maybe it's a hit and roll the dice, maybe you'll win, maybe you won't. I don't know. And that's where I was. And, and when, and same way with prosperity. I mean, I, I used every scripture that I could to combat the idea of prosperity. Because I grew up under thinking that way and being taught that way. And most, a lot of us did. But then we learned different. So, so I, I, I look at my digging in the scriptures, not on everything. Please understand, I, I did know some good things. <laughs> but there's some things that I was digging up out of the scripture that I would call fool's gold. It has some kind of an appearance of something real, but it wasn't real. And only a fool would believe it. But I believed it. Matter of fact, I did, and, that, and I still know people today that will wear that as like a badge. Fool's gold. They think they got the real. They don't have the real. But when we connected with Pastor Cody and in this camp, we hit the mother load. I'm telling you, we started getting truth. I, 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 and I still, I still fought against it for a little while, right? Um, because getting rid of my stinking thinking. But when I finally said, you know what? I see that. I believe that. I felt like I was free. I felt like a load had been lifted off of me. And I felt like finally, for, for the first time in my life, I knew what I believed and I knew the word of God says that's true and I knew how to pray and how to preach and how to, how to minister. I knew how to do that now because now what I have been doing is based upon truth. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful for truth. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, one nugget. Now, now, I'm still digging, right? But it's so rich around here, all you got to do is reach down and pick it up. You walk around, you're picking up truth. I mean, it's laying everywhere. Come on. Did you pick up some already in your way? It's laying everywhere. Truth is here. And you just got to just reach down and pick it up. You can do your own digging, and you should. But there's just truth just, just filling this place, and you just got to get it. One truth that I got from the camp, and I think it was from Pastor Nancy. Um, but as we, as we do here is that once I give her the credit the first time, it's mine from there on. So, but, but I love this truth. And, and it meant so much to me. That in every word of God, there is the power of God to fulfill that word. Amen. Amen. Every word of God, every promise of God contains power. To fulfill itself. Amen. Amen. Because the word of God is what? 
powerful. Amen. It's powerful. Hallelujah. Now, there's only one known substance that can break open that word and release the power. Faith. Amen. I knew y'all knew that. Faith. Amen. Faith is the only substance that can crack open the word of God and release the power that's in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Faith is the substance. Not just faith, now faith. Faith is now. Amen. Too many people are having a hope so, wish so, maybe so in the future. Faith is now. Now faith breaks is a substance that breaks open the power of, or breaks open the word of God, releases the power into your situation. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith opens the word, releases the power of the word into your circumstance, your situation, into your body for healing and health. Amen. It releases power into your finances. It releases power to your mountains and moves them out of the way. Hallelujah. Faith, amen, releases the power of God to make a way where there is no way. Hallelujah. If you've ever been faced with a circumstance and said, well, there's no way, guess what? Faith can make a way where there is no way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Crying does not release the power of the word. Uh Uh-oh. Begging does not release the power of the word. Wishing and hoping does not release it. But let me tell you this, okay? I'm not trying to be mean on this at all because I know that as we are younger in, in Christ and in the Spirit that we don't understand some things. We're not there yet with our faith. Sometimes crying and begging and pleading before the Lord does release His compassion. Isn't our God a compassionate God? Amen. Now, Jesus being the express image of the Father, when he was here on this earth, I I had no doubt that many of the people that he healed was not just because they had super faith, because he had compassion. The Bible says he had compassion and healed them. Praise God. Thank God for his compassion. He's a compassionate God. He understands we're dust, right? Hallelujah. But he also understands we're sitting in a place where the Word is feeding us and we're being taught. And He expects us to come to a place where it's no more. We're not leaning on His compassion. We are taking faith and we are operating in faith because that's what pleases Him. Amen. 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 We've got to come to a place, amen, where we lay aside everything else, amen, that, that we've been leaning on, praise God, and start leaning on the strong arm of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So, um, page two. Go with me to Hebrews chapter two, uh, and, and uh, excuse me, chapter four, Hebrews four. Hebrews four and verse two, and we know this scripture as well. Talking about the children of Israel, it said, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with what? Faith in them that heard it. Amen. Now, 
So, so what did the Israelites mix with the word? Murmuring. I know, we don't do that, do we? <laughs> Complaining. Amen. Crying and whining. That's like my little chihuahua. That's the only way that she's going to get what she wants and whine and cry and she gets what she wants. That don't work with God. <laughs> Amen. And, unless you're a baby and, and he has compassion on you. But I don't think we got any babies here, right? Amen. Praise God. Amen. I want to hear no rattles while I'm preaching. Amen. So, so those things we can't mix with faith or mix with the word because that won't get it. Faith mixed with the word profits us. It profits us. Amen. God's word. He wants his word to profit our lives. Amen. He wants his word to bring us into a mature place in him. Amen. Into the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ. That's a high, tall order. But his word, the power of that word, amen, will get us there. Amen. If we mix faith with it and, and act upon it. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're not acting upon it, you're not mixing it with faith. Right? You're not mixing it with faith. Faith calls you to do something. Do something with what you hear. Hallelujah. Amen. So, um, I, I love um, what Brother uh, Reverend David Raju said about their time over in, in, in India during COVID and how they stood upon Psalms 91. I love that. And listen, they stood on that with faith. And faith released the power of that word. Amen. And it was effective for them. Praise God. Now, I, we did the same thing. I, I mean, I, I, was, I constantly was saying, you know, that no weapon or no, no plague will come nigh my dwelling, right? Amen. A thousand to fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it will not come nigh me. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So we confessed that. We, we kept that going. And, and I, I will say, though, I did get a bug or two during that time period of, of wintertime. But, but um, I went to my doctor, and he was seeing people uh, out in the car. He they couldn't go in. You know, if you had any kind of symptoms, it sounded like COVID to him. You couldn't go in. So he came out in the car, and, he, and so I told him what was going on. He said, I believe it's COVID. I said, I believe it's not. <laughs> he said, Really? He said, he said, why? Now, he's a Christian man. And I said, because no plague will come nigh my dwelling. I'm standing on Psalms 91. He gave me the thumbs up. So, um, so he gave me some stuff to treat the, the bug I had, and he said, well, come back. And he wanted to do the test. I wouldn't let me put that thing up my nose. I wasn't going to do that. And so he said, you come back in about three weeks, we'll do a blood test and check for antibodies. Zero. Because I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm saying no plague gonna come down my dwelling. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of them bugs too. Amen. I'm get I am rid of them. I'm not going to. I'm rid of them. Amen. Amen. So so we got to use the word of God and we got to use faith in the word. Amen. To release the power of that word. Hallelujah. Um, when I, when I was um, at at uh, in a meeting in in my Transamerica Insurance office uh, meeting one time back of. It's been a little while ago before COVID, but uh, our district manager at that time, uh, we were talking about that in Kentucky, if you don't know this, in Kentucky, uh, Kentucky has the highest rate of cancer per capita in the United States. I mean, the highest, right? And so um, 
he said, you know, one out of every three, I think it was, men in, um, in, 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 the, in Kentucky were, were going to get cancer. And so he looked at us and he said, it's going to be one of you. He said, probably going to get cancer. I said, it's not going to be me. He said, well, don't say that. I said, I have to say that. I have to say that. I have no choice but to say that. Amen. If I don't say it, amen, it may try to come on me. But I'm saying it will not. Amen. And I'm still saying it. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's going to have to be somebody else. It ain't going to be me. Amen. Not going to be you either, right? Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We got to learn to speak these things, unloose the power of the word out of that word so that we can live in victory in our life. Amen. Now, John 8, 31 and 32. Hallelujah. Praise God. Am I going too long? Am I you got a few more minutes. I got a couple, three more pages. All right. So hold on. Hallelujah. I figure if I don't have at least four pages, I ain't going to be preaching long enough. So I got, I have at least four pages. Hebrews, uh, excuse me, John chapter 8, verses 31, 32 says this. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Now, a disciple should please his master, right? Amen. So if we are a disciple of Christ, we need to please him. The Wycliffe Bible translation says, If ye dwell in my word, verily ye shall be my disciples. So we are to dwell in the word of God. Amen. We are to dwell in it. Hallelujah. Amen. Dwelling is not where you visit from time to time. It's something that you put a lot of time in. Amen. I'm not always in my home because I'm not there now and I'm not there a lot of time. But I spend a whole lot of time in my dwelling place. Why? Because it's my dwelling place. The Word of God should be a dwelling place for us. We should spend a lot of time there. Amen. Praise God. Because it would please our Master. To dwell in the Word is because when we dwell in the Word, then our faith is strengthened and fortified. Amen. And when our faith is strengthened and fortified, now we can begin to break open the Word that we've been dwelling in and release the power of it into our lives and into our circumstances and into our health or whatever it may be. Amen. So we spend time because that strong faith that we we are building and fortifying, we can't please God without that. It pleases God that we release the power of His Word into our life. And that takes faith to do that. That's why without faith we can't please Him. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Not only did, did Jesus pay a high price for us to have what we have today. Listen, men of old paid a dear price for us to have this in a language we can read. They paid the ultimate price. Amen? If you never uh, saw... Any, any of those films, documentaries, things like that of, 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 of John Wycliffe and, and, and so many others. And I can't begin to try to remember, uh, name them all, but, but many of them paid the ultimate price and, and hardships to bring us the Word of God. Amen? And, and I remember what Pastor Cody said, um, and I can't remember which service it was, last service or service before that. He said, for what? For what? What do you, what do, you, what do, you do that for? For what? What are we doing with it? Amen. What good has it been to us? What good has it been to us right now? Amen. He paid a high price for us to have it. Hallelujah. Now, um, and you shall know the truth, verse 32 says, and the truth shall make you free. 
Now, can I be a little bit um, picky on, on words on here, all right? I like the word make instead of set. Uh, and set, is okay. a lot of translations use the word set, and I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying I like the word make better. Because I think about um, the old Westerns when, when one of the gang gets arrested and they're put in jail, right? And they're fixing to hang them in the morning, right? So the other guys, they're finding out, trying to find a way to get him out. And so they may tie ropes to the, to the bars, you know, and hook them to the horses. And, I mean, or they'll overtake the guard. And, or they'll find some way to get him out. Now, he may be set free, but is he made free? No, he's got wanted posters everywhere. People are looking for him. Got a bounty on his head. No, he's not free. He got out of jail, but he's not free. You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Amen. The power released from that truth will make me free. Now, can I say it this way? The, the, the power of the word that sets you free, you can be set free from, from a disease and be healed, but when you're made free, that means I'm not going to get any more of it. Why? Because I'm free from it. Hallelujah. The word of God has made me free from sickness and disease. I'm made free. By the power of the word. I'm made free from the poverty and lack. I'm made free from terror in the night. I'm made free from every plague that comes into our land. I'm made free. Amen. Now praise God, it's good sometimes to get set free, but it's better to be made free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. By his stripes I'm healed. Amen. To set free means you're healed. To be made free, divine health. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. All the uh, maneuvers of the enemy, amen, won't work against me when I'm made free. Hallelujah. He gives us power over the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us. Amen. Made free, victory, amen, in every situation. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall be thou be when you come in, when you go out. The Lord shall cause the enemies to rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Amen. When we understand the truth, when we get that truth, amen, when we know the truth, then that truth will make us free. Because we will put faith in what we know. You cannot put faith in what you don't know. Amen? You can't. Praise God. Uh, uh, you need to know something before you can trust it. Right? You got to know it. And when you know the truth, truth makes you free. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. By releasing the power of the word with our faith, nothing shall be impossible to us. But what if? What if we don't have a verse that applies to our situation? What do we do then? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Because I've got something for you on that. Amen. Hebrews chapter 1. Hallelujah. This is, hey, this is good. Now, I've saved the best for last, so hold on. Hebrews chapter 1, begin with verse 1. God who at sundry times and in divers manners 
spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself, hallelujah, I love that, when he by himself purged us, hallelujah, purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. I want to read verse 3 in the Amplified Classic. He, talking about Jesus, is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being the outrain or radiance of the divine. And he is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature. Now listen to this. Upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word of power. That's power. Amen. Amen. Set everything in place, keeps it going. Keeps it going. Amen. Nothing falters, nothing fails. Amen. 24 hour day, 365 and one quarter years, uh, days in a year. Amen. So, so he holds everything, amen, by the word of his power. When Joshua told the sun to stand still, and the moon to not move out of its place, he didn't have a verse to stand on. Amen. Joshua didn't release the power of the word, he released a word of power. I want you to get that. Sometimes you may not have a word that fits your situation. When you don't have the power of the word, you can use a word of power. Hallelujah. Come on. A word of power. Hallelujah. God created the heavens and the earth by the word of his power. Amen. Um, we call that which is not as though it were by a word of power. We say, come and it comes. Right? Remember the, the centurion. He told Jesus, uh, I'm not fit to come on, you come under my roof, but all you got to do is speak the word only, a word of power, and my servant will be healed. Because he understood in the natural realm the word of power. Because he had authority. And when he said, come, they got to come. When he said, go, they got to go. When he said, do this, they got to do this. He understood the word of power in the natural. But church, we got to understand the word of power in the spirit realm that we have the authority to command things to happen and they have to happen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because we carry the word of power in us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. There, God took care of every situation. Amen. Either he has a scripture that contains power in it for us to release that, or he has given us a word of power that we can speak and make, we can change the course of nature. Yeah. Just like Joshua did. Was Joshua any better than us? 
Amen. Now, he was under the old covenant. We are born of God. How much more should we be doing similar things? Now, you may not want the sun to stand still, but maybe you need other things to happen in your life. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't, don't underplay the power of the word of God and, nor the power of your spoken word. You understand that death and life are in the power of your tongue, right? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mark eleven twenty three. We know these scriptures. We're going to read them again. I'm not using anything you don't already know, but we're going to go over them. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. That's a word of power. Amen. Amen. Now understand, we got these verses to stand on. But these verses are simply to tell us the power that we have in us. Amen. These are instructional verses. Because it doesn't give us details on what we're asking for. But we have instructions from the Lord that we have a word of power in us. That we can speak what we need and what we want as long as it's in line with the will of God. Amen. Not to consume it upon our own lust. Right? As James says, when we speak that, we can expect it to happen. Because that's a word of power. Therefore I say whatsoever things you desire, desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. John 15, 7 says this, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. A word of power. Amen. Now there's conditions to that. Now please understand there's conditions to everything that God has made available to us. Amen. We cannot, um, we cannot just live like we want to live and act like we want to act and talk like we want to talk and neglect the assembling ourselves together, neglect the word, neglect prayer. We can't neglect those things and expect God to just simply up there and just dishing out everything we need. You know, he wants to, but he won't. Amen. We got to meet the conditions. We got to do what he said. We got to use some faith, right? And we got to build our faith so we can use some faith. Amen. Amen. It's up to us to build it, strengthen it, fortify it, apply it, crack open the verses. Amen. Release the power in there. Amen. And to stand in the midst of a storm and say, peace be still and watch it happen. Amen. Amen. And expect it to happen. Shouldn't take us by surprise, although it still blows us away anytime God does something like that, doesn't it? I mean, it's like, wow. God's good. Now listen, this is the word of His power. We're instruments of His power. In ourselves, we got nothing. But in Him, we got it all. Amen. No weapon formed against us in Him. Amen. We'll prosper. Now you get out of Him, you get out there and one, you know, dabbling over in the darkness and out of that realm of light, then you might get overcome. But as long as you are in Him, and you're walking in the middle of His Word and His will, amen, and doing what He's called you to do and being what He's called you to be to the best that you can and striving to be better, amen, then those promises belong to us. Amen. Hallelujah. They belong to us. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Mark 9, 23, Jesus said this, and you shall, he said unto him, talking about the, the, um, the man who had a son that was possessed with a demon, he said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. We need to see some impossible things happen in our day right now, don't we? I mean, I mean you know, the economy is not quite the best it's ever been, right? And, and I know we got, you know, and I hear this all the time, and, and praise God, I, I, I agree with, with Pastor, and I'm doing my best not to complain about the high price of gas and <laughs> high price of food, but I see it happening. But you know what? I'm still convinced that my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And you know why I can claim that? Because I'm a tither and a giver. And that promise is to the tithers and the givers. It's not, amen, it's not to the one who, who might, you know, uh, pass the bucket on by even though they got money to give. Amen, it's not for you, I'm sorry, it's not for you, but it's for the tithers and the givers. Amen, hallelujah. So I'm not worried about the economy. Amen, I don't like it, I'm not going to worry about it. Hallelujah, praise God. Because we need some impossible things to happen in our day right now. Amen. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now unto him, we kind of mentioned this a while ago, Now unto him who is able... To do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Can you think of some pretty big things? He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that's on his throne. Uh Uh-uh. According to the power that works in you. Amen. You got to work that power. You've got a word of power in you. Now, that understand, the, the power of the word is released by faith. And faith also causes the word of power to be effective and bring to pass the impossible. It takes faith one way or the other because you can't do it without faith. You can't walk the Christian walk as it's designed to live. You can't do it without faith. Amen. Amen. Most of the church are not walking in faith. And I'm telling you what, I'm seeing there's a bigger demand here on faith. Amen. I'm I'm already sensing that. Amen. Sometimes it might make me a little uncomfortable. But I feel the, the pull and the draw of faith here that I can believe God, amen, so I can give more abundantly than I used to, amen, because I'm in a realm of faith that's drawing that out of me. Hallelujah, praise God. And and listen, it's not going to go without, you know, for naught, amen, because as I give way to that draw of faith, amen, to be more um, uh, obedient and more diligent, amen, in all the things that I do, giving me in one of them, amen, I can expect God to be what he has said he would be for me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You know, I was thinking about speaking about drawing. You know, I, I, I have preached for 22 years trying to draw an amen out of people. <laughs> and y'all are drawing everything out of me tonight. I appreciate that. I don't have to draw it out of you. It's already in you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
So thank you for drawing whatever I got in me that's any good. You can have it. It's all yours. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Faith is the key to releasing the power of the word and for utilizing the word of power. Matthew 17, 20 says, If you have great, uh, faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to the mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall, it shall, it shall remove. And nothing, I mean nothing, can you say nothing? Nothing, nothing shall be impossible for you. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise God. I know we know these things, but yet we need to be reminded of these things. Because the more we hear them, the more we'll start to believe them. And the more we start to believe them, the more we start to know them. And the more we know them, the more we'll be made free from every attack and hold of the enemy. Amen? Praise God. Amen. Now, this is not a thought of power. It's not a wish of power. It's not a hope of power. It's a word. you got to speak it you got to say it. Amen. 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 That's when, listen, when somebody starts telling you, oh, you better, be, you, better watch, you better wear your mask, you better be careful, you better, no, no, uh, speak it. No plague is coming not my dwelling. Amen. Speak it. Mm-hmm. Only with my eyes shall I re- see the reward of the wicked. Speak the word of power. Amen. 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 Speak it. Hallelujah. Because it's a word of power. When God, listen, God who is all powerful, he showed us that it's by his spoken word that the worlds were created. That that things were put in place. And it's by that same word of power that he holds it all together even now. So he has showed us that it's a word, a spoken word of power. It's, It's not just a hope so and wish so and thought thinking of good things about it, right? It's a word. I love this. We picked this up here too. Another nugget. The kingdom of God is voice activated. Amen. I love that. Everything is is voice activated these days. You know, we got, I mean, one little more story. I'll I'll end here in just a minute. Hold on. But um, the, um, okay, I'll go for another half an hour. All right, so talk me into it. At at at, um, at 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 work, we got a uh, at the office there, uh, Transamerica. We got a, a new printer, and um, so the manager at that time he was fooling people, and he said, "It's voice activated." It wasn't. So he said, "You got to say print." <laughs> yeah, people up there going print. <laughs> it wasn't printing. You must be doing something wrong. Speak. Get a little closer to it. Print. <laughs> He had a lot of fun with that, and, and those of us who had already been through the joke, we got fun out of the others having to go through it. But it's not a joke with God. His kingdom is voice activated. You've got to say it. You've got to speak it. Because it's a word of power that will change things in your life. It's a word of power that will cause finances to come. It's a word of power that will drive demons of disease and sickness out of your life. It's a word of power, amen, that the devil recognizes, amen. Because you know what? I'm convinced the devil can't read your mind. But he will hear what you say in faith. And he has to obey what you tell him when you are speaking a word of power against him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. One more scripture and I'm going to close. I won't go a half an hour. 
First John, <laughs> First John 5, 4. Amy, y'all making me feel at home here. Thank you. I, you're right. You're right. First John 5, 4. For whatsoever is born of God, and we can say whosoever, overcomes the world. Are you born of God? Then you're a world overcomer. You hear me? You are a world overcomer. Not because I say so, because God says so. His word says so. You are a world overcomer. So I left you guys out over here. I'm sorry. You are a world overcomer. Hallelujah. A world overcomer. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Faith is the victory. Hallelujah. That overcomes the world. What is in the world? Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. Pride of life. These are not of the Father, but of the world. Amen? And only thing that the devil can come against you with is in those areas. Amen? And so you overcome everything that's in the world with your faith. How important is that? Especially in these days that we're living in when the devil is, is unleashing all he's got against the church right now. Amen? Now, we've not seen the half of it. People, and, you know, they're, they're telling us when we go back to the office, we've got to wear a mask again because things are getting hotter around here with the COVID and all that. And, and people say, well, I think it's about done. Listen, no, it's not about done. If we really believe that we are in the end times, don't think things are just going to go away. They're going to get worse. Scripture says they will. But that's okay. Because we have faith, which is our victory over the world. How important is it for us to strengthen and fortify and build our faith by dwelling in the Word so that we can open up the power of the Word of God and loose it into our lives and into our situations and then stand up with a word of power and command things to happen that need to happen. Praise God. How are we going to survive without that? We need that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I've already said it all. Amen. Hallelujah. More than conquerors. Always victorious. That's us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Nothing impossible. Nothing. Nothing. I hope you believe that. And I believe you do. Act on it. Expect it. Put the word of power to it. Amen. And watch God do His part. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I hope you've been blessed tonight. Yes. Amen. Receive something. I know. I think I have. Amen. And I believe you have. So praise God. All glory goes to Him. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Our Lord's name is to be praised. Amen. So let's keep praising Him as we leave here tonight. Amen. Stand up with me this evening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. You didn't leave us orphans. Lord, you didn't leave us helpless. You didn't leave us without everything that we need, Lord God, to not only survive but to thrive in this world today. Lord, nothing took you by surprise. 
You knew exactly the things that we would be facing in this world right now. And Father, you have given us all that we need in the power of your word and with the word of power. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God. We're going to march out of here, Lord, as soldiers in your army. And, Lord, every demon will flee. Lord God, sickness and disease will flee. Poverty and lack will flee. All things, Lord God, that is not of you that's, that's coming against our lives, Lord, they have to cease and desist in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Father, I bless this congregation as we leave here tonight. Thank you.